I just want to do God's will. What you're seeking is a blessing from God. You must expect a miracle. You have the power of choice. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to Life Today Live. I'm Randy Robinson, and we are on the set of The Chosen, season three. They're shooting another scene just right over, right around the corner. But this is a beautiful set, an amazing production. And today we get to talk to some of the cast and crew from The Chosen. So stick around, hit share, tell your friends. If you haven't liked, follow, subscribe, do that now. And let's get a little behind the scenes. Season three of The Chosen. I'm here with George Xanthus, who plays the Apostle John. Big character. Mm -hmm. There's some weight in that one. I have to start with a serious question. Do you think that Man United will turn around and win the Premier League this year? Oh, great question. Um, look, this is tempting fate because they play Liverpool on Monday. So anything <laughs> I say now will definitely impact the result of that game. So maybe I'll say, look, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. They're okay. they're in a little bit of bother at the moment. Yes. But um, look, we, we Liverpool needs to beat them on Monday. That's not, that's, not that's just the first step. Not a good start. But you know, there are a lot of disciples that didn't didn't get off to a good start. That things improved. So yes. I don't know. It, maybe they can stretch. draw a lot of footballers. Watch the chosen, by the way. So maybe they can if they watch the show, they can draw inspiration because a lot of the Liverpool players watch. The chosen, do they? Firmino, Alisson, Fabinho, Brazilian footballers, yeah, and uh, Liverpool are doing well. So that's the secret, maybe, and that's what Man well, United okay. needs to do. So let me ask you about that because when you started this thing, it was like, well, how did you get connected with it? First of all, because how it was kind of a small little bunch of Christian guys making a little four-part series, right? Well, that's the thing. The first thing is you get the audition, right? I just got it through my manager, and um, it, it's. You think it's is it a Jesus project, and so that sometimes has connotations to it. You know, sure. not, nothing bad or anything like that. It's just like, oh, you know, what's it gonna be? And then you read the script, and by the way, the show's called The Chosen. I always say this: it's not called The Jesus; it's called The Chosen. <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's because where it's it's a perspective of the life of Christ from the perspective of those who knew him best. Right. So I read the first episode. I'm all, I'm going, where is Jesus in this? And I I. You don't. I mean, you want to see Jesus, and that's a big part of the show. Right. But when you you don't find yourself asking the question, I think that shows you that it's not only a good series, but it's so well written. Our writers, Dallas, um, Tyler, and Ryan, do such a good job. And in that first episode, it's about a fisherman down on his luck. Mm -hmm. He's um, he's hasn't paid his taxes, and he's going to sell his own people out to settle uh, his debt with the Roman government. <laughs> I mean, that is an historical period piece if I've ever yeah. heard one. And so that's what we get. Mm. And um, it was like a web series when it started. Right. And so we're kind of like, it's such a good script, but what's kind of... And then it, I just, I, I don't know, you, you never think it's going to get to this stage, but I knew it was great mm. from that moment. I mean, I was so grateful when I got offered the role of John. I auditioned for Simon, then I auditioned for Quintus, the Roman Praetor, <laughs> and they gave me John. I don't know where John exists in those two. He's a, uh, you know, I, I kind of played Roman Praetor. Brandon does such an incredible job of, of Quintus, and thank goodness they didn't pick me. Uh, and Shahar does an incredible job of Simon, so thank goodness they didn't pick me for him either. But I think the comedy that I gave to the Quintus audition, and then the seriousness and the emotion I gave to the Simon audition, uh, that's where you come with John. He's okay. young. He's a little bit funny. He's a bit impetuous. And yeah. um, 
yeah, but ultimately, he's a good guy. So uh, this is a, not just a character in a story. You know, this is one that it has a lot of meaning to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and a lot, a lot of different meaning, frankly, to a lot of different people. You know, depending on your background and where you came up. How do you, as an actor, approach a character with that much weight to try to portray them in a way that people will relate to? Well, I think a lot of the times the show is just it uses familiarity and humor right. to make all these characters more relatable and again that's a credit to the writing but with regards to john i remember one of the things i did do was uh i have read book of john you know sometimes i also i don't want to like spoil I've, i have i know about it from i have a greek orthodox upbringing um but i don't want to spoil anything so sometimes when it happens in the show i'll go read it and see how it kind of how it happened in the book mm-hmm. um but um, yeah, you can get little clues from that. So, for example, he's constantly referring to himself as the beloved. Yes. So maybe this, and I, I did, I spoke to, growing up Greek Orthodox, I spoke to my uh, Greek Orthodox priest, and he said John was one of the youngest, but Jesus saw a lot in him and wanted to, like, make him one of the leaders for the future. Mm. So if this guy's constantly referring to himself as the beloved, he says he's always the first there to the to the tomb, He's probably a conscientious, eager student who is eager to please and eager to be a leader. Mm. So from that, I can draw upon my own experiences. You know, yeah. I can be a little bit impatient at times. I can be eager to please. And sometimes I need to be told to simmer down and calm down. And so that's kind of how I started with the character. There is the pressure of John being this major part of mm. the Bible. Yeah. But I think... The fact that the actors have concentrated on character and humanity first, um, that's kind of like a tagline for the show, by the way, I think is, you know, humanity and everything. But, um, you know, putting, you know, putting the character first means that it's a relatable person to start with. And then you hear what comes out of their mouth and it's stuff that's familiar from scripture Mm. and it makes it more relatable for the audience. Sure. No, you all have done a great job of that, the writers and, and the guys playing the parts to deliver that. What's different about maybe this set and this working environment than some you've been on in the past? I um, I was very fortunate to work on you know a few other jobs in the in the time that I have worked on the chosen. And as much as I loved those jobs and it was you know great opportunities for me, I missed being on this <laughs> set so much. So all the cast are just best friends. I honestly like you, you hear. I'm sure it happens on every like job. They say it. Right. We're talking about every single cast member mm. hangs out or loves the other cast members, you know, as much as each other. It's not just the cast; it's the crew. You know, the other day, I think we spent about three and a half minutes. Uh, Dallas and the disciples just joking around and laughing. Um, it's just such a. It's just a tight knit family, cast and crew alike. And when I go work on other jobs, I miss it. You know, it's. You know, you, you know. Sometimes on other jobs as well, like director won't even come out for the scene; they'll just stay in Video Village. You know, Dallas will not only come out, obviously, for us because we're seeing him every day. But we had the five thousand extras. Dallas goes up and says hi to all the extras, mm-hmm. and so yeah. you know, we're very, we're very grateful and blessed to be part of this family. And you know what? We miss it when we're not on it, one hundred percent. Now, you guys, I'll I'll say that, and I, I absolutely believe it. But I also know that they work you until after dark and they get you up while it's still dark around here. Mm-hmm. How hard is it working on a set like this? I'm working tonight. I, my call time is 7 o'clock p.m., so who knows when I'm finishing. No, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. And, um, you know, as an actor, you got to kind of come up with 
tricks and how, how do you kind of, you know, it, it gets as, as, as meticulous as what am I eating? Like, am I going to wait? Because you can come on set. You might be called after dinner or lunch, as they call it, or breakfast. It's funny. If you get to set at 7 o'clock and there's a meal, they call it breakfast because <laughs> it's the start of the shooting day. Yeah. But am I going to come in a bit earlier and eat or am I going to eat at home? What am I going to eat? Right. If it's going to be late at night, your stomach isn't used to digesting food at that hour. So you got to be really careful with what you eat. You don't want your stomach to go, you know, right. like right, right. rumble halfway through a scene, which has happened to me, by the way. It's a reason why it happens to all the actors. We'll start laughing because it's like, I heard your stomach growling. <laughs> um, but you know what? The fact that we're, I mean, when you have night shoots and like maybe you're not being used... This is, again, like the cast. We might go into one of our trailers and play some Nintendo Switch or <laughs> when we're actually waiting and they're shooting on set and we're aside, we'll play something called the movie game where we will, like, you know, try and guess which actors have been in which movies and we've got... We play a game called Spyfall where we need to guess who is the spy. So <laughs> we have ways of keeping each other entertained, but that just shows you, like, doesn't matter what the hour is, we're always going to enjoy uh, as much as possible. And, yeah, I will try and joke around as much as possible nice. as well to try and nice. make that experience The good news is, is your character we know outlives pretty much everybody. Correct. So you're in for the, you're in for the long haul. Mm -hmm. we, we could do, we could take you all the way. I mean, you know, I think, this yeah, could be I, a lifetime gig. I could potentially have a job until I'm 85. That's what it's rumored he lived to 85. Okay. And you know what? I was just watching Gordon Ramsay and he just went to uh, the, the chef. He just went to Crete. He called Greek cuisine the best cuisine in the world. Okay. Called it better than Italian cuisine. Sorry to the Italians. But he said it's that the Greeks lived the longest. So maybe John went over to the Greek islands and started <laughs> eating that Greek food. And he's like, yeah, I'm living to 85. Because, look, a lot of the other disciples, unfortunately, you know, were right. martyred and, and whatnot. Right. But John does live a long life. And yeah. so maybe maybe George has a job until he's 85. But maybe <laughs> yeah, they... I hope so. Maybe they send me to the Greek islands as well. <laughs> It, or you could get exiled on Patmos. I'm not sure. There we go. Uh, we appreciate it. Appreciate your time. And Thank uh, you. you guys stick around and watch season three and see how far it lasts. You may, you may be watching George the rest of your life, too. <laughs>
to kind of draw on character. Sure. I mean, well, I think the writers, you know, Dallas, Tyler, and Ryan, mm-hmm. they do such a good job with making each character so unique. They give them little, little uh, different personalities for each one of them. Mm-hmm. So I knew right away that Thaddeus was was someone who he wore his heart on his sleeve. He was a supporter, and you can kind of see that in his relationship with Matthew as the seasons of The Chosen keep going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to relate to that as much as I can, but also because there's not much on him, that allows me the freedom to to give a lot of myself to him. Yeah. So. You know, he's inspired me to be better with my with my relationships, whether it be family, friends, or you know, people I'm just meeting for the first time. So um, I try to blend all those things together as much as I can. In the character or personally? Both. Really? Both. He's really he's inspired. Yeah, Thaddeus has definitely inspired me to be to go deeper in my relationships in my personal life. So that's the gift he's given me. That's the gift the writers have given me. Oh, okay, that's um, very interesting. Yeah. Has has being a part of this changed anything other, I mean you mentioned that but I mean yeah. how, how has it impacted you as a as an actor as a person yeah well as an actor it's been able to because he because the show gives off so much love and connection mm-hmm. because Thaddeus is a supporter and gives off so much love and connection as well I'm able to bring that to other roles that I play mm-hmm. and at the same time so it's helping my career but at the same time you know in my life um, I just try to be better as a any every day as I possibly can be um, so I mean, that's really not to sound repetitive, but that's that's really how it's affected sure. me personally, that, in the best way possible. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure that you've heard somewhere in the script, "Love one another," right? Love one another as I have loved you. Right. right. The commandment he gave to his disciples at the Last Supper, which yeah. I think is the most important one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So is with I know you can't give anything away, and I, I, I don't want to do that. Well, I, <laughs> I do, but I, I won't. I want uh, to. Man. <laughs> There's, there's season three. There's some turning points for several of the characters. Mm-hmm. What's going on with your character? Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting because in season three of the Chosen, in a way, the honeymoon is over. Right. So it's basically the disciples are really starting to feel and deal with uh, what it really means to follow Jesus and spread His word. So you know, Thaddeus really does trust what Jesus is 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 teaching us, mm-hmm. right, and is spreading. Uh, throughout each season of The Chosen, but this season in particular, certain obstacles pop up that really make me take a step back and really question whether I'm worthy of this journey or not. Hmm. And Thaddeus kind of goes on this roller coaster of times of feeling uh, doubt and and worry to, hey, no, 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 this is this is what we're doing. This is this is what I believe in. This is the faith that that I really do believe and I trust. And then it goes back down and up <laughs> again. So it's a roller coaster for us this season. Uh, it sounds like life. Sounds like life to me too. <laughs> so you you're in for the long haul. You're going to be here as long as they'll have you on set. Yes, I don't think they can kill Thaddeus off. So <laughs> I I think I'll be here for a while. Hopefully. What what do you notice about sort of the this set and the environment? I mean, it's different. Let's let's be honest. It's it's different than most movie series sets. You know what? I've I've said it since the very beginning. Like from season one. When we, for, when we filmed the first four episodes in the beginning, yeah. we obviously didn't know how big this was going to get or how far we were going to get, but I knew right away these were great people. Mm. Um, there's no egos on the set of The Chosen. There's really not, and I say that not non-biased from you know the cast to the crew. We all hang out with each other offset. We hang out when we're not filming. We have a, we have a huge cast WhatsApp group that we're always keeping each other posted with what things are going on, cracking jokes. When we're in town, we're grabbing coffee with each other. Um, 
I've never been on a set that there is so much love and brotherhood. Yeah. Um, and I'm thankful for that. I think that that reflects in uh, the, the character relationships on screen as well. Yeah, one thing a lot of people don't know is that the first couple of seasons, you guys were moving from location to location to location. We were, yeah. Setting up, tearing down. And now, in this place where we're at right now, they've got a soundstage where they're building things that are going to stay. Yeah. When you're on those first four seasons, I mean, you that could have, or first four episodes in the first mm-hmm. season, that could have been it as far as everybody knew. Yeah, right? we didn't know. What do you think about the way it's kind of exploded? I mean, it's worldwide. It's it's humbling, man. It's, it's to see... To see it being affected by people all over the country, you know, we get people saying, you know, from the Philippines, Brazil, Italy, you know, Canada, Mexico, everywhere. Um, it's it's really humbling to see, and I think what the Chosen does so well is they bring such a, a humanistic element to it, and we're you know one of the most diverse cast in all of television right now, yeah, yeah, and, and at the same time they make these characters so relatable that you can see yourself in a little pieces of yourself in each one of these characters. You know, the big part that stands out to me is in season two, we meet uh, Nathaniel, played by Austin Reed Allen so beautifully, and he's under the fig tree and he's screaming to God saying, uh, do you see me? After everything he's trying to accomplish in his career and it all looks like it's just falling flat. And, he's, and I think we all have questions of doubt. Uh, no matter what our circumstances are, no matter what our life looks like, we can all relate to that fact and that human emotion of, I'm trying my best here and things just don't seem to be working out. You know, do you see me? Do, you know, am I doing the right thing here? So little things like that, um, people are able to connect to and, and really relate to. And I think that's what The Chosen does so beautifully. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. Personally, do you get recognized now when you're out in public? I, you know what makes it harder? I shave my beard off as the season's <laughs> over, so I think they're looking for that. But every every once in a while, I do, and it's 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 humbling to say the least. Um, really, when when you see the younger generation yeah. notice too, yeah. you know, a, a story that I've told before is we were doing uh, we were doing uh, premieres for Christmas with the Chosen right. last fall. Mm-hmm. Got to go back to my hometown in Livonia, Michigan, and uh, talk with some families before the premiere. And one, as one specific family was about to walk into the theater, there are two boys, about six or seven years old, cut, rush up and give me a hug and say thank you. Oh, wow. And uh, I was never affected by this type of media when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. To see that affected in the younger generation in a positive, relatable way, it, it, you, know, you can't help but get emotional yeah. seeing something like that. What does your family think about? Uh, I have no idea what your family's like, but what do your your close friends and family back home think about you in this role? They they love it. Like I, I think just like me in the beginning, they didn't know what to expect. But sure. my mom and my dad are, are such big supporters, and uh, you know they have loved the show. And my dad, who doesn't binge a lot of shows, he works pretty late. He works like fourteen hour days. But uh, uh, during the off season, he started watching it with me and my mom, and uh, he was just like, "Let's do another episode." I know I'm working, nice. but let's just do another episode. <laughs> so uh, it, to have their support has been unbelievable. Ah, uh, that's great. Anything else you want to add before I let you go? Oh my gosh. So you're a Dallas Stars fan, huh? I'm a Dallas Stars fan. Season how, ticket holder. How do you think they're going to fare this season? Uh, we should make the playoffs again. Hopefully it'll be a little stronger than last year, but we'll see. Well, my fingers how will be crossed. How about your Red Wings? We're on the rise. We're not there yet, <laughs> okay. but uh, give Stevie Y two more years and uh, uh, maybe a cup contender, hopefully. Right. It's been well, too long. We'll see. And, and if we get tired of watching our teams, we can always watch the chosen exactly good plan (laughs) thank you (laughs) randy good to talk to you man you too
I'm here with Catherine Warnock, who is the head of original content for The Chosen. We're going to find out what that means. They're really doing some cool stuff. Catherine, great to talk to you. So lovely to be with you. It gives the, the little short version of what that means, because we know what The Chosen is. What other content are we looking at? We're developing a lot of different series. We have a really beautiful goal and vision to expand out The Chosen universe for you all. Okay. And then is that mainly on social media, on the Angel app? What, where do they see that? Uh, so much is yet to be determined on how we'd roll out each series. So we're, we're still just purely in the development phase, which is really exciting. And I'm also doing, my team and I, we do a lot of supplementary content for The Chosen, a lot of documentary series like Unfiltered, Gen Z Reacts to The Chosen, right. and just to really create more tools and bridges onto the, the Chosen itself. So is this mainly for people that are followers, supporters, or are you trying to reach outside maybe to people who are not familiar with The Chosen? We're definitely trying to to reach, we call it, re the, this is the year of the unreached, and we don't mean necessarily just um, non-Christians, but we also want to reach deeper into into the, the, the Christ Christianity around the world, those that haven't heard of The Chosen or those that think it just might be a cheesy Jesus show. Mm -hmm. We're trying to just create various different pieces of content that really are conversation starters so that they go, okay, I'll go watch the show now. Yeah, no, that's good. I, and I think people think, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go check this out. Absolutely. And then they watch it and they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's unexpected in some ways, especially episode one, season one. I didn't see that coming. And it has an impact. You've seen this. It's actually one of the biggest hurdles that we have to get people to watch The Chosen. They just assume it's going to be another cheesy Jesus show. Those are their words, not mine. And so for us, it's going, especially the younger generations, how do we so help them understand the authenticity, the humanness, the messiness, the process, the backstories? We intentionally dive into the backstories of so many of the cast and characters because we want them to understand that Jesus meets people where they're at hmm. and how they choose to respond is, is what the story is all about. And so, yeah, we, we see it all over the world, but that is the biggest hurdle. You say all over the world. I don't know if people realize, because I know I, I didn't even realize yeah. how big this has gotten. Because it yeah. started as this, this little, you know, crowdfunding thing that I, I pray they get enough money to make their little episodes. And now, I, how big is it? We're in every country in the world. Every country in the world. We have over 108 unique viewers, which is 108 million, million mm -hmm. unique viewers, which is just. And that's almost entirely grassroots organic. That's word of mouth. That's people telling other people to watch the show. It's extraordinary. And that's a conservative estimate. And uh, we're, only, we're only now producing season three of seven. So imagine how far we can go. So it's quite a ride. It is. And, and just you know, being out here on the facilities, you, the capability to produce more, just from a production standpoint, more, more impressive scenes, more authentic scenes, uh, and to be able to do it more efficiently, you, it's just going to get better. That's our hope. How did Catherine get involved with this? It's a really fun story. I was head of Fa uh, Faith and Family Content at MGM years ago. Really? When The Chosen, The Shepherd, the pilot episode of The Chosen came across my desk. And in this industry, we watch something for five seconds, and we know what we have, right. and almost entirely we X out of it. I get it. Sad truth, but it is. So I took note when I was still watching it a minute in. I was watching it five minutes in. I watched the whole thing and I had tears in my eyes. And I immediately emailed Mark Burnett Ramadowney and I said, this is going to take over the world. 
you need to, it's a global phenomenon waiting to happen. You have to acquire this. They immediately tried to acquire it, but Dallas was already in distribution partnership with Angel Studios. Mm. So that was my, I felt like God let me in on a little secret. And then years later, um, it had reached, it started becoming this global phenomenon. I didn't, had never even heard of it. My husband keeps telling me to watch this show, watch this show, it's on an app. I'm like, who puts a show on an app? So <laughs> right. cheesy. Know, right? um, but finally he talked me into it because my husband has a high standard and he loved it. And I went, wait a second. I did some research. The shepherd was connected to it. And I said, this is it. It's a global phenomenon. Oh my goodness. So my husband and I paid it forward and thus started a really beautiful conversation to where um, I was invited onto the team and I haven't looked back since. So given some of the difficulty people have had in accessing the content, where do you, where do you recommend they go? The app is always the easiest no matter where you're at. So the app, The Chosen, in any, any app store, you can download it for free. You can also watch it on thechosen.tv. That's super easy. We're on Peacock, we're on Amazon Prime, Roku, soon to be Netflix. So nice. very easily accessible. That was our goal for everybody and to keep it free. Cool. Appreciate your time. Same. Thank you so much. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these programs from the set of The Chosen Season 3. Uh, and if you missed the other programs, go back and watch them on all our social media sites. Tell your friends, hit share, like, follow, subscribe. And we'll see you again next time here on Life Today Live.